Hi guys, I'm Marty Pospisil and welcome to my June 2023 real estate market update for Greater Vancouver and bits of BC as well. Uh, lots of data to cover this month. So let's jump right into it. As we go forward, let's look at the highlights. First of all, um, on my table and what's happening with the pricing. This is really, really interesting because we're hitting last year's peak. Yes, the peak that everybody's been waiting for in the prices is actually being hit with most of our product now in Greater Vancouver. Let's look at the table that I filled out with the latest data. Detached houses activity year over year is up by 28% from this time last year. Prices slightly below what we were last year for detached houses, 3.2% down, but a jump last month of 1.9%, significant jump. Attached townhomes and duplexes, we've got 18% increase in activity from this time last year, 1% off of our peak from last year, uh, and uh, also about a 1.5% drop, in, or sorry, increase in the last month, significant monthly increases, and apartment condos were up about 19% from this time last year. Prices are virtually the same and we had an increase of almost a percentage point month over month. So here's what we've been experiencing for the last couple of months. Prices increasing. You'll see the average price graph later on. We'll see what's happening with the prices in terms of where they may go as well later on in the update. So what's hot and what's not? Breaking it down into the different product um, throughout Greater Vancouver. What I look at, uh, the metric to, to follow the activity in the market is the sales ratio. And basically all the sales ratio is, it's the monthly absorption rate of product into the market, how much is being sold percentage-wise every month. If less than 11% of that inventory is absorbed every month, we are in a buyer's market. Prices are falling, there's downward pressure, uh, buyers are in control of the market. If we are greater than 21% sales ratio or absorption rate, we're in what we call a seller's market. There's multiple offers, there's upward pressure in pricing, um, and the sellers are in control in that market. And then when we're in a balanced market, we're usually falling between 12 and 20 percent sales ratio. So that's the metric I look at in detail. Let's look at houses Vancouver West side. First of all, here are the sales ratios throughout last year. Remember last April, we were at 21%. Last month at 20%. We are now for detached houses West side in a balanced market at 14%. So the West side has cooled down a little bit on detached houses. So that's in balanced market territory interesting. Let's look at condos and townhomes in the west side. You can see that peak last April at 56% sales ratio, last month at 29%. Right now we are at 38%, so still very active for condos and townhomes in the Vancouver west side. Very strong seller's market. If we look at downtown um, uh, condos and townhomes, we are currently at 22% sales ratio. That's one point down from last month, but still in a seller's market for the downtown condo market. Quite a variance depending on price 
and neighborhood, of course. Uh, so call us if you have a unit in different pockets of the downtown or the west side. We'll tell you exactly where your, where your activity is. Let's look at detached houses now on the east side of Vancouver. Remember last month, we were just into a seller's market at 22%. Our peak last year was at 40%. Right now for detached houses, east side, we are still at 22%. So no change there, just barely in a seller's market. Condos, townhomes, east side. Last month, we were at a very strong 33%. Remember our peak last spring, 75% sales ratio. Whoa, craziness. Um, where are we now for condos, townhomes, east side? We're at 44%, still very, very strong. You see the trend there, the more uh, affordable product at the entry level, condos, townhomes, still very, very, very hot. That upper end is starting to cool down. Um, so that's still in a very, very strong seller's market, that kind of product. If we look at greater Vancouver in general, sales ratios, you can see we've got our condos and townhomes very strong into that sales ratio territory and detached houses just barely into it for all of Greater Vancouver. So that's interesting to look at. Month-to-month -month variances for the lower mainland. You can see all of the burbs that are in red drop their sales ratios. You can see it's predominantly red. We had a decrease in the sales ratio month over month for detached um, product. So that's no surprise basing on what we just saw. If we look at attached product, you can see we've got a pretty good balance of greens and reds. So yes, some neighborhoods are dropping in their sales ratios uh, and cooling down a little bit. Some of the outlying areas, more affordable areas, um, that sales ratio has increased. So there's a real weighting towards affordable product right now is busier than it has been and that more expensive product is starting to become less and less busy. One probably has a lot to do with the borrowing rates, uh, etc. And we'll jump into that as well a little bit later on in the update. So what's happening in pricing? Now this is the average price graph since the beginning of time in 1977. And you can see for detached houses for greater Vancouver, now this is average, not median or the housing price index, but you can see we've really climbed up almost exactly where we were in that peak. Townhomes very close as well and same with condos. We've had a very very good recovery over the last few months. Let's look at this by region throughout BC. If you look at the lower mainland there's our peak last year. You can see how it dropped through 2022 and then climbed up again this year for the lower mainland. You can see that's replicated in northern BC, Vancouver Island, the Okanagan and the Kootenays. So pretty well all a mirror image of each other, some doing better, better than others. Uh, Pre-COVID benchmarker at 100, you can see more affordable product higher, lower mainland being most expensive is down at the bottom. So that's kind of neat to look at. Forecasting, so what's actually going to happen? What are we looking at today for our market drivers? There's market enhancers, things that help the market and enhance, and market deterrence in red, well, the big enhancer um, for pricing, at least, is inventory levels. The levels are still low. Remember, in the last update, I went into a detailed assessment of why that is. But the inventory levels are low, mainly because the bulk of the 
um, business that comes from listings coming in the market are people in their middle age to young years and they're holding the bulk of the mortgages. Now most of those people are approved at two or three percent and for them to break that mortgage or even do a blended rate with today's five percent um, or higher uh, mortgage rates doesn't make sense. The costs are going to double or triple in some cases for them so they're not listing right now and that really is restricting the inventory keeping the prices high because there's not enough to buy. So that's enhancing the prices. Consumer confidence is way up. This is the main reason we're going to talk about this, but why, the, why Tiff Macklem, Bank of Canada, is wanting to increase the rates again is the demand for everything is still too high. Uh, that balance hasn't taken place yet. So the buyers are buying in droves. They're still competing on product. Lots of buyers out there, even though the interest rates are high. I know that's a little contradictory because a lot of them aren't listing, but many of these are new buyers or investor buyers. So that's kind of interesting to watch. Inflation, we'll talk a little bit more about this, but inflation's doing really well. It's coming down nicely. It's the economy that's still heated and the demand is still high is why this is still an orange. It's still a market deterrent. We're waiting for that inflation to get down to two to 3%. It's getting closer uh, and the economy to cool down a little bit before um, those rates will start to come down. And of course, that's the big one right now. That's that killer in the market. The biggest price deterrent is the cost of borrowing. The rates are still high. They're going to go even higher this summer. I was going to fall down, but that would look really weird. Um, they're going to increase likely um, this summer. So that's going to get even harder. And that's definitely going to be a price deterrent. That's definitely already hitting us in the higher end product. You can see that. So there's a color coded version of what's happening. Some good greens and orange and a red um, is still controlling the pricing. That buyer demand is up there. People are shopping. People are buying cars in our neighborhood. There's car dealerships. I see all these new cars coming almost daily in these trucks. We're spending like crazy. And until that demand comes back to check, those rates are going to still keep going up, um, which is risky because you don't want to hear that big R word again with a recession coming if the rates still keep going up and, and then our economy takes a dive. So all sorts of things are happening. Big thumbs up to you too, but stop buying, stop consuming. Sales by region across BC, things are getting crazy. Look at the lower mainland outpacing all of the Okanagan, Kootenays, Vancouver Island and Northern BC in terms of activity. That's no surprise. Um, housing year to date starts. Now we look at housing starts, the permits coming in at City Hall for people actually applying to build new homes. If you look at Vancouver, 2023 year to date is way outpacing last year. Again, you can see that demand for new product is coming up. Um, and that's reflected more or less uh, in Kelowna, not so much in Victoria and Abbotsford as well. So that's kind of interesting to see. Um, what we predicted for the housing market was kind of this and this is what's happening. There's an early housing market recovery. We've certainly covered that over the last few months. Things have gotten a little bit crazy, unexpected because the rates are so high, but the demand for product, for housing, um, for goods is still 
too high. They're not that happy at the Bank of Canada. Accordingly, unemployment rate, BST, is still at 5%. Canada's at 5.2%. Interesting, that hasn't changed. And there's TIFF holding the market in his hands. Um, inflation rate is dropping, but the overnight rates are not out of the question, raising them uh, when the next announcement is on July 12th. So there is a pretty good likelihood that um, the rates may increase again on this July 12th announcement. There's hope on the horizon. The annual inflation rate is now at 3.4% as of last month. It's the lowest it's been in two years. But the possibility of an interest rate hike, of course, even though it's 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 not high the money markets still believe that there's a 59 percent chance that we could see 25 basis points really interesting so that will certainly bear um, on the market as well so here we are current inflation rate 3.4 percent here's what's happened in the consumer price index um, there is some hope in the horizon, but again, what's happening is that balance of demand and supply has not reached an equilibrium where we're getting that inflation between 2 and 3%. And the reason for that is the demand is still outpacing the supply. So the Bank of Canada has one tool, that's to raise the rates, to quash that demand down, start to equalize um, inflation, bring it down to between 2 and 3%, and then hopefully those increases will stop. If it stays there for a while, then they'll start dropping the rates and that big market deterrent will disappear. It will turn green and our market will come back. So what happens, of course, in Canada, we're at 3.4%. The U.S. has dropped again. They were almost at 5%. They're down their inflation rate to 4.05. So not a big gap. That's good. We talked about why that's good uh, in the last update. Just pop back there um, to watch that. And of course, the cost of borrowing, that's what's impacted by the inflation rate. Um, that is also interestingly high. Um, we're at the five-year variable is about 5.8. We're just under five for a five-year fixed. Um, the Bank of Canada is estimating that borrowers who renew their loans over the next few years will see a 20 to 40% increase in their monthly payments. Well, that's the next few years. Right now, they're actually going to see much more. Now, here are, is the mortgage rate forecast, which I've taken and I've graphed up on this graph here. And you can see the point at which we're going to look at the um, variable rates, probably the most uh, uh, applicable one to look at. You can see here we are in June. We're expecting an increase. Uh, probably uh, the, uh, the uh, Bank of Canada is going to increase their overnight lending rate. That's going to cause the um, the variable rate and the five-year rate to increase through the summer that will likely hold and the earliest you're going to see that dropping is probably February or March of next year and then you're going to see a gradual dropping of all the rates. So that's kind of interesting to look at. Okay, um, Inventory levels. Well, of course, we know inventory is low. Um, and inventory, of course, determines supply and demand, which is directly related to pricing, economics 100. The new listings are falling across Canada. You can see, um, and there's active listings. You can see on the west side of Vancouver for houses, 
not a lot of change. There's just not a lot of product coming on. Usually in spring, we see a big increase in product pouring on the market. It's increasing marginally, like 10 to 20 units per month, not enough to meet that high demand, which of course is resulting in some price increases. And that's the same inventory for uh, condos and townhomes in the west side. Again, a gradual increase in inventory, nothing significant enough to have an impact on, on pricing. Now, um, we talked about last time why homeowners are not listing, but this is a really cool graph showing um, different market areas throughout Canada and how the inventory has dropped down everywhere, not just here, but everywhere in Canada. Kind of looks like one of those tassels you tie onto the side of a kid's bike. Mm. So that's showing us that we're not alone in this low inventory market. What's next for prices? Okay, in conclusion, inflation is coming down nicely. Yes, we're really low now, that's all good. But the economy is still very active. Too much consumption, demand is too high, supply and demand have not equalized, and the Bank of Canada may have no choice but to raise the rates again. When the mortgage rates remain high, it makes it difficult for families to jump into the market, keeping the inventory low. We talked about that. Many hungry buyers are still competing due to the lack of this inventory. So with the borrowing rates increasing, the demand should taper and prices should stabilize. That's what TIFF is hoping for. And maybe that will happen this summer. So until there's a significant shift in interest rates, we're probably looking about more of the same pricing main remaining fairly constant. We've had that increase over the spring. We're probably going to see this with this next announcement level off and see a pretty steady market through the summer. And then we'll see what happens in fall. Of course, I'll be updating you every month, but that's the outlook at this point in time. And that's my market update. Again, if you want to uh, watch more informational videos, we've got YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. We've got our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, getting really good response from all of those, some really good info there. Uh, please subscribe to my sites and uh, keep updated in the market. And thank you very much for joining me today. I'm Marty Pospisil. Enjoy this beautiful summer weather we're having. I'm wearing my summer shirt. It's got all the flowers on it. I'm excited. The weather's good. Enjoy your summer. I will be back for an update on, on uh, first week of, of August as well to keep you in the loop uh, and take care.